All right, it's the Jeff Fedoff Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Tito. Jeff Fedoff. Follow me on Twitter at that happens. And um, look, I'm going to spend this entire show talking about baseball, and I will certainly come across as a get off my lawn kind of guy, and I'm okay with that. Uh, presented by BetUS.com. Bet with a three decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200. At sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. All right, here we go. Um, Aaron Judge hit home run number 60 on the season Tuesday night. And after 146 games, he's at 60 home runs, 128 RBIs, and a 316 batting average. It's a monster season, and in my mind, he is the clear MVP. Um, I've said before, Shohei Otani. As talented as he is, and I, I know he's done all these different things that no one's ever done before. We're constantly hearing he's the first guy since Babe Ruth, the first guy in baseball history to do this or this or this. That's all great. You know who else did that? Russell Westbrook. And um, Russell Westbrook in the NBA doing what he was doing with the triple-doubles. And no one's ever averaged a triple-double since Oscar Robertson. No one's ever done it in consecutive years. No one's ever da, 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 da. That's great. Doesn't mean it translates into wins. Doesn't mean he's the best player. It just means he's the guy who can do the most things. Aaron Judge is the MVP this year. The Cardinals' Paul Goldschmidt, um, he's been uh, chasing the Triple Crown. He's going to come up a little short this year, but an incredible season for him nonetheless. And these feats, these seasons, are going to get lost in the record books, and it pisses me off. Look, Roger Maris is still the single-season home run king until Judge hits number 62. Hank Aaron is the all-time home run king. You can go to hell, Bonds, McGuire, Clemens, Sosa, A-Rod, go to hell. All of you PED users obliterated the game's history. Baseball's always been about the numbers. When I was a youngster uh, many years ago, but even baseball fans, they could recite the numbers. It was always, it was the 755 of Hank Aaron, and it was the uh, 61 by Roger Maris. And... The, the way that this has been skewed now with the single, it was, it was a huge deal to hit 50 home runs in a season. George Foster did it in 1977. It was a huge deal doing it then. And then it became very common when a guy like Brady Anderson was able to do it. And Sosa going over 60 so many times. Um, you know, McGuire doing it, he did. And, you know, uh, Bonds, the amazing things statistically that Bonds did. Now, let's talk about Bonds first. Um, people like to argue, well, Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he started using PEDs. All signs point to Bonds using probably before the 1999 season, and he had, I think, around 410, 411 home runs before that. Likely Hall of Famer, yes. But who knows what would have happened to his body if he didn't use. Who knows if he had had a couple mediocre seasons, batting average drops back down, his career average goes down a little bit, the OBP isn't what it is, the home run totals don't go to where they are, you know, you could obviously, I think he's a likely Hall of Famer before that, but we don't know what would have happened if he did not use. Users in the steroid era screwed up the legacies of clean players. They shortened the careers of clean pitchers by hitting home runs they normally would not and playing in games they normally probably couldn't play in because of their recovery time was shortened because of the fact they were using. They defied the laws of aging. They cost pitchers money in arbitration and in contract negotiations. These pieces of garbage 
also screwed up the legacies of hitters that were clean around that generation time. Would we look at Fred McGriff differently if the home run numbers weren't so inflated because of these PED users? Think about hitters who had bonuses attached to their contracts for like um, for, for winning like uh, stat, stat titles. You know, you get uh, $50,000 for the home run title, or you get $100,000 if you win the RBI title, batting average, or, you know, doubles and all stuff. And you got guys who are not only hitting the balls out of the park at a higher rate, but they're playing more games because they don't need to recover as long as, as long or from an injury. Hitters who had, um, you know, MVP vote, uh, MVP vote like ties into that. Like if you get top five MVP, top three MVP, you win the MVP, you get this bonus, all-star game appearances. All of them were unfairly affected by the PED users. And, you know, I like to think about this too. For everybody who wants to say Barry Bonds was already a Hall of Famer before that, uh, you know, he was, he was going to do it. He already had enough uh, credibility to be a Hall of Famer. How do you judge somebody like Eric Davis? Eric Davis was clean. He was injured a lot. What if Eric Davis had used? Let's talk about that too. You know what? Barry, Barry Bonds is this already? You're going to assume that Barry Bonds still would have been a Hall of Famer if he didn't use. Well, Eric Davis, I, I think he would have been a Hall of Famer if he had used. If Eric Davis could have stayed healthy, there's never been a player I've ever seen that could do what he could do in the manner he could do it. He had the, the one year, I think he had uh, he had 27 homers, something, 80 steals. He had a 37 steal, uh, 30, 37 homer season also. But think about Ken Griffey Jr. Let's extrapolate. Let's What would his numbers be if he had used? He'd be the home run king. If he had used it, he had all these injury issues in the second half of his career when he got to Cincinnati. Think if he had used. Let's talk about what his numbers would have been. Maybe he should be the home run king. Let's talk now about um, Roger Clemens. In 1995-96, those two seasons, Clemens the Red Sox, uh, he went 20-18, ERA in the high threes. He also missed time because of an injury. He made only 23 starts in 95. And in those two seasons with Boston, he just uh, had six complete games. Goes to Toronto. And this is around the time that Clemens was using, started using. The next two seasons, age 34 and 35, 41-13 41-13 and 13 in Toronto, ERA of 2.33, 67 starts, 14 complete games, and six shutouts. From the time he arrived in Toronto until the end of his career, at age 44, which is also, you know, rare and aided, he won four more Cy Young Awards. The things that the PED hitters did to negatively affect the clean players, Clemens and other pitchers that used did it to their positional counterparts. In 19, uh, 2001, I'm sorry, Clemens, age 38, won the Cy Young Award. Had a great, dirty season. If he isn't using, maybe Mark Mulder gets the award or Freddie Garcia. They came in second and third. If Mulder has a Cy Young Award on his resume, he's very young at that point, doesn't he probably get to negotiate a better contract if Mulder's got a Cy Young Award on his resume? In uh, 2004, age 41, Clemens beat, beats out Randy Johnson for the NL Cy Young Award. Johnson didn't have like a, a monster year. I think it went 16 and 14 when we still looked at wins and losses quite a bit. But he had a great ERA, and he was second to Clemens in the voting, clearly like by far in second place. If Clemens isn't using, can he pitch that well at age 41? And if he doesn't, and the big unit wins the award, maybe he would have had six Cy Youngs in his career instead of the five that Randy Johnson had. Think about the guys that lost games or got no decisions, or blue saves, because a user blasted a home run that was aided. What if, 
Pitchers that lost duels to Roger Clemens, pitching duels like a 2-1, 1-0 game, whatever, or got pulled out of a game uh, because the team was down one to nothing through five innings, even though he's pitching great or six innings, they had to get um, a pinch hitter up there to try to take advantage of it. Guys that lost games like that because Clemens was using and the other pitcher was not. How about guys who were released because some piece of shit got his roster spot because the user had a career year at an age when guys should be declining? How about managers that lost jobs because they were beaten too often in games that were decided by users? This is what bothers me about baseball. And this is why, as excited as I am for Aaron Judge, I can't get excited about baseball anymore because of what happened in that era. And the guys that – I don't want to hear anybody say Bonds was a Hall of Famer. Manny Ramirez would have been a Hall of Famer. Probably. Ramirez was a great hitter. But we'll never know what truly would have happened to their careers if they hadn't used. If you're going to sit here and tell me Ramirez still would have done all these things, maybe. What would other guys have done? How would other pitching careers have looked if they didn't have to face you know, the PED hitters? How would other pitchers look? Their records, their wins and losses, um, their, their innings pitched, their Cy Young awards they could have won or where they would have finished, all-star game appearances. How many of those guys would have had different careers, a different arc, if other people around them weren't using? And that's what sucks about this. You know, a guy like Fred McGriff, who had a good career, when you put him up against these other guys that did all the things they did, all of a sudden he gets lost in the shuffle and he's not going to be Hall of Famer, where I think he probably would have been if the steroid era had not happened. How many pitchers would have had their careers extended because they didn't have a, a, a terrible win-loss record or a terrible ERA because they gave up home runs and walks to guys like Bonds and Sosa and what they were able to do, A-Rod. You know, the seasons those guys had were just some of the most incredible statistical seasons in history, and they were fraudulent. They were fraudulent. Baseball should never let these guys into the Hall of Fame. They have done more damage to this game than anybody, any other generation of baseball has done. And it's completely altered the records, and it's changed the way we view players. It's cost them money. It's cost them stature. And so I hope baseball never lets these guys, the baseball voters, never let these guys into the Hall of Fame because um, it'd be a sad day when that happened. Uh, look, there's too many guys that deserve to be in there that played the game cleanly. We don't need to let these guys get spots that should belong to other people. Okay, that's it for me. I'm off my soapbox on baseball. Um, looking forward to Aaron Judge. If he hits home run number 61 and 62 before the season ends, which I'm sure he will. Thanks so much for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at That Happens. This has been Jeff Fedoff, Tito, with the Jeff Fedoff Show.